You're listening to the Writing Momentum Podcast with authors Christopher and Gina Mazzelli, where you'll discover more about writing, publishing, building your author brand, and selling your book. Now, here's your hosts, Chris and Gina. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Writing Momentum Podcast. I'm Gina Maselli, and this is my husband, Christopher Maselli. Hey, everybody. Good to see you today. We are continuing a series. This is the third in a series on social media for authors. And I'm telling you, if you've missed the first two, please go back and watch them. We give you a lot of information about social media so you can narrow down which social media platform you should be using. Yeah. In the first, the first podcast, we talk about all the different social media channels and why you as an author want to be on some social media channels. Not all. Not all, but some. And really what it boils down to is that we are about building relationships today with our marketing, right? That's how you connect with people. That's how you get them on your email list and are able to sell your books to readers building relationships. Well, a huge amount of relationship building today happens on social media. And so that's what we talked about in the first episode is why social media is so important. In the next one in this series, which was just last week, we talked about how to choose which social media channel is the best for you and your audience. Mm -hmm. We go through the top social media channels, talk about the different demographics, whether they're more men or women or what the ages are and that sort of thing. And we really kind of dissect that. And there's some fascinating information there. And then this week, we're going to share nine amazing tips and tricks that you can use on social media for authors. We're going to jump around to some of the different channels. This is all from a statusbrew.com article that we'll put in the show notes that has some fascinating things that we didn't even know about that you can do on some of the different social media channels to really make a difference. Yes. And that's the thing with, as an author, as a writer, as a blogger, you need to be on social media. We've said that before, but you need to narrow down exactly which platform is the best one for you based on demographic, based on what, based on what you enjoy using yourself and what you'll enjoy keeping up with based on how your people use it. So, This is really, it's an interesting study. This is an important part of what we are doing as authors, just getting the word out about our work. So yeah, let's dive in, Chris, with the first one. What's the first amazing fact that we learned? First amazing fact. So this has to do with Facebook, okay? So the first fact here is about Facebook. They say that Facebook videos that have a description of about 300 characters, so pretty short description, Mm Those can raise engagement rates from 18% to 39%. Okay. So if you have a description with your video, you will double more than double your engagement rate. Wow. Just yeah. a 300 character, not words, 300 character, just 300 300 character description. Yeah. Okay. So if you're posting videos on Facebook, don't do it without putting some kind of description in there. You will double your engagement rate. Great. That's good. Yeah. All right. Number two, let's talk about the length of those videos. There you go. Facebook videos that say you really want people to engage with you. The most popular ones, the ones that have the best engagement are only two to five minutes long. Two to five minutes. Statistically, they looked at all the videos and said, which ones have the best engagement? And it turned out to be two 
to five minutes long. Now, I put it on. remember, this is for Facebook. This isn't, yeah. you can't just take this and apply it to any other network. No, not at all. Specifically to Facebook. But if you're posting on Facebook, optimal video length is two to five minutes. So that's not real long. That's not difficult to do, right? Mm -hmm. You can get out your phone. You can record a two-minute video and you will have the optimal length. Yes. That's pretty Great. cool. That is. All right. The third one. If you do Facebook Lives, you know what those are? That's when you go live on Facebook. And We've done a couple comment. of those. We've done some of those. Other people do those. If you do those, if you have a Facebook Live video that lasts over an hour, okay, ready for this? It'll increase engagement from 19% to 86%, more than four times engagement over an hour. I know why that is, though. So. You know why that is? So, wait a minute. So, we just said that the... Better video length is two to five minutes. Right, but these are different kinds of videos. But these live these videos live. that last over an hour mm -hmm. increase almost four times. Yeah, four oh, more than four times. So why so, is that? Well, I'll tell you the reason why it is. It's because you're going to catch more people. If you're live, you're only catching the people who happen to be on Facebook. So the longer you're on, the more people you're going to catch. Okay. So it's no doubt that you're going from 19 to 86% because more people log on during the session and you're catching more. Okay. So, but it's interesting. They, they do say it's over an hour. So you do need to stay on for quite a bit of time to really increase your engagement a lot. And that's something to keep in mind if you're doing live videos, because if you do a live video that's 15, 20 minutes, chances are you're only going to catch very few people actually live. You have to go live for a lot longer to catch them. Okay. Jump on. That's interesting. Okay. So now we're talking about Instagram. 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 So with Instagram, it's the second highest used platform and it has an engagement of 84%. 84%. So what is that? define, explain that statistics to me. Is that meaning that of the people who are signed up on Instagram, yes, 84%. Well, no, no. Of the people who are logging into Instagram, 84% of those are actually engaging with the material. They're leaving comments. They're liking something. They're, they're engaging okay. with the material. I would say that's probably true. People are scrolling past. They're not just looky-loos that are going by. They're actually saying, yes, I like this. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Oh, let me. But that's higher than the other networks, right? That's, mm -hmm. that's the reason this is such an is, is interesting statistic is because 84%, that means eight out of 10, more than eight out of 10 people who are on Instagram right now are actually interacting with the material. So they're not just looking, they're interacting. So you will find that your Instagram audience is often very um, active, right? They're actually okay. interacting with your material if they're seeing it. I think that's probably true. Well, and I would say also that Instagram is a very emotive platform. It it really works to mm. get an emotion and and kind of create an emotion in the viewers. Yep. So so I can see that. And so that's something to consider, you know, if you're trying to find the right platform for you. But don't forget all these things work together. So don't just go to Instagram because there's so much good engagement, because if it's not your age group and if it's not the demographics that we talked about on the last episode it yeah. may not be the platform for you so you've, you've got to be careful not to just jump into one based on one thing but really look at it overall and see if your audience is there okay so speaking of instagram they say that posts that have at least one hashtag 
get 12.6% higher engagement. You know, that means you got to use hashtags. Definitely. I think we need to talk well, about hashtags are, right? Uh, yes. And which, which platforms use hashtags? So hashtags are primarily used on Instagram and Twitter over everything else. Mm -hmm. a hashtag, I like to look at it this way. If you were to walk into a convention center and there were a million people in that convention center, it would be nothing but a tremendous amount of noise. And that's what things like Twitter are, right? They're just a lot of noise when you go on there. Right. But the reason people don't like Twitter is because it just looks like a bunch of chaos. But that's because you're not using it correctly. The way you use Twitter is you go on and you go to the search bar and you type in hashtag. So like, let's say you type in hashtag pirates, right? Now you will only see the conversations that have to do with pirates. It's like walking into that convention center and then entering a door that has the word pirates on it. Now only, you're only going to hear the people talking about pirates. It's a lot quieter and it's, it's, it's all built around that one single topic. So on Instagram, you want to put a hashtag with every one of your posts because that helps people make sure that they're, that they're in the right room and listening to the right, <laughs> the, the right material, right? And, and that's a great way, too, to also really target your audience. Because if you just post something out there, it could go to anyone. But if you put hashtag writing, you're really going to hit the writers. Okay. But it has to be, it, you're getting in the room with other people who've used that same hashtag. Yeah, you're not just... can't, you can't make up a hashtag, right? You need to have a hashtag that other people are using. And you can find out what those are on platforms like uh, hashtagify.me. That's a real good platform for discovering what hashtags are being used right now. Or just by using the platform yourself. Go, go to someone who does something <laughs> similar to what you're doing. And then you can go ahead and look at their hashtags. All right. Number six, talking about related pin accounts for 40% of engagement on Pinterest. So explain that to me, Chris. Okay. So uh, let me reread that. Related pins account for 40% of the engagement on Pinterest. So when you go on Pinterest and you look up a certain topic and you find a pin that you think is interesting, they're also going to show you related pins. Okay. Yeah, Other I'm, pins that, that are similar, similar topic, similar mm -hmm. look, all that sort of thing. That, that draws 40% of the engagement on the platform are the related yeah. Okay. Okay. So again, you want, it's kind of like the, the last one where we talked about hashtags. You want to be sure you're using on Pinterest. It's not hashtags, it's keywords. You want to use keywords that other people are using because then your pins will be shown as related pins to their material. Right. Okay. Yeah. Great. Okay. Number seven. What's number seven? Number seven is about Twitter. This is a, this is kind of a long one, but it's interesting. This is again about hashtags. Hashtags are kind of important here. It says, research shows that tweets with hashtags receive 100% more engagement. Okay. Yes. So if you don't have hashtags, you're getting half the engagement that you would otherwise. You could get double the engagement if you use hashtags. And using hashtags with tweets increases their engagement by 100% for an individual and 50% for a brand. Okay. So the first one was saying you'll have double the engagement. This one says you will increase your engagement even more for an individual or 50% for a brand. Wow. It says the sweet spot for the correct number of hashtags used in use per tweet is just one or two. That surprised me. I thought you'd be more. It's just one or two. 
Well, you, you can't use a lot on Twitter. No, well, you don't want to use a lot because you have less to write. But yeah, I mean, you could use more, right? But I've seen people using four sometimes, but no, it's one to two. If you follow that strategy closely, it says you'll gain another 21% more engagement. <laughs> so you just see, you can see how not using yeah. a hashtag gives you very little engagement. Using a hashtag and then using two hashtags. And if you're an individual and you do it on a regular basis, you're really going to have a lot of engagement on Twitter. It's that door we talked about, right? You're making sure people enter that door. Very good. That's interesting. It is. All right. What's the next one? Okay. Next one. Tweets with a GIF gain 55% more engagement. Yeah. It's a GIF, I think. It, that is a debate. <laughs> that is the debate. Is it GIF or GIF? I've, I've, I said GIF all my life. I've said GIF all my life and I've been corrected. So I'm trying to correct myself. What a, what a GIF is, if you don't know where a GIF is, it's a graphic file that's animated usually. And you've seen those online where people will post a, an image so that people use them in their messages on their phone and that sort of thing. But you'll get 55% more engagement with that. Here's what blows my mind about this. Couple that with the last statistic about hashtags. Now you're getting even more engagement. So you want to use hashtags. You want to use one to two. You want to be an individual. You want to use a, an animated GIF file. All those things will really increase your engagement. That is really cool. That really is. Okay, last one, Chris. Number nine. Number nine is LinkedIn. Brands that post weekly on LinkedIn see an engagement rise by 2%. Wow. That doesn't surprise me. Or it's not 2%, two times, twice as much engagement. It doesn't surprise me because I think the one thing you see about social media across the board is that consistency is the key. It doesn't matter what platform you're on. If you are not consistent, you're not going to see the kind of engagement you want, the kind of interaction you want, the kind of growth that you want. It's not going to happen unless you're consistent. Well, and what we've seen with that is because I know a lot of people talk about consistency. Yeah. But I think what we are seeing is that the more consistent you are, the more people begin to trust you and your brand. Mm -hmm. And that's what makes them want to connect with you. And that's what makes them want to engage with you is because that impressions, the number of impressions that have have hit them, yeah. have made them create this sense that they know who you are and what you're about. And mm -hmm. so they want to connect. If your message is resonating with them, then they want to connect with you. But it takes a little while to get that going and yeah. to build that kind of trust. Well, I'll tell you what, th those are the nine. I think those are all fascinating. I would love to hear what your favorite one is of those. So if you would go ahead, if you're watching my YouTube in the comments, put down what your favorite ones or catch us on any of the channels on social media. We are slash writing momentum on those channels. And we would love to hear what you think the most interesting one is, or if you know another one, share it with us because we, yeah. we think it's fascinating. Now, if you're having trouble with social media, you've probably heard us talk about social media before. We love social media. It's a yeah. tool that we use every day. While we're recording this podcast, it's working for us right now. Right. And what social media, uh, social media is, is it's a social media content management tool that sends out your posts to social media on a schedule for you. You can create one social media post and put it on social media and it'll send it to Facebook and LinkedIn and Instagram and Pinterest and Twitter, right? It'll send it all to all those all at once 
for you over time, making your social media management so much easier. Mm -hmm. Has a lot of other things it does too. It's really great with analytics. If you're wondering how you're doing on social media, if you're jumping from channel to channel, no, they're all in one place right on Social Beat. We use Social Beat on a daily basis. And if you go to writing.fyi slash Social you will get what I'm telling you is the best deal on the internet for Social Beat. The reason I know that is because I have a coupon code that is right now still available. Is <laughs> you can get 20% locked in, 20% off for lunch, okay? Provide. Social B is normally about $20 a month. If you sign up for the annual plan, it drops to about $15 a month. If you use this 20% coupon code on top of that, it ends up being like $12.60 a month. Is that crazy? That is wonderful. That's less the... than, way less than 50 cents a day. Yes. Yeah. And that coupon code is... Momentum20. So go to writing.fyi slash social B. Use code Momentum20. It's actually on that page. And you will be able to sign up for Social B. They do have a free trial. You're not, you know, locked into anything, but except for that 20% off, you're locked in once they start charging. And we started using Social B years ago and have never stopped. We just love it. And we and we have tried some other ones. Oh, I tried We've them tried all. Some I tried them all. And we always come back to Social B. Social B, in my opinion, is the best. I just I just read about another content management platform that stopped posting to a couple different networks because they had so many users that were doing spam stuff on there that they that the networks contacted them and said you you, you we're going to limit your access wow. right it has not happened with social because social is very careful they know just what they're doing they train their users and speaking of training if you're wondering how to use social b i have some training too and just let me know you got social b and i'll send that to you so there we go. I hope you've enjoyed all these last three sessions where we've talked about social media. I think it's been really interesting. Yes. If you haven't caught all three, go back and listen to number one and number two. It's the last two episodes, episode 39 and 40. This is episode 41. And if you would, please rate and review if you found this interesting, if you found it helpful. Subscribe if you don't want to miss any more episodes about writing and marketing and, and, and publishing. And then please share this with a friend because that's how we help get the word out, right? Absolutely. We are so thankful that you dropped by and, and hung out with us today. <laughs> and so we will catch you next time. And until then, remember that we together, we have writing momentum. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Writing Momentum Podcast with authors Christopher and Gina Maselli. Don't forget to subscribe and get the show notes at writingmomentum.com backslash podcast. Until next time, we hope that you have writing momentum. Hey, writer. Do you struggle with finding time to write? Well, you're not alone. In fact, time is the number one challenge that most writers face when it comes to getting their books finished. That's why we've created Writing Moments, weekly sessions you can schedule on your calendar to write online with me, Gina, award-winning author and screenwriter Renee Goveridge, and other writers who have similar goals as you. Each week we're meeting for a short writing training, Q&A, and then 45 minutes of uninterrupted writing time together, where we'll keep each other accountable to get our stuff done. If you'd like to find out how you can join us for some upcoming writing moments, just visit writingmomentum.com slash writing moments. We'd love to have you there.
That's writingmomentum.com slash writing moments. 